Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello, my name's Chris Paul, and I am the CEO and founder of Man on Inverclyde, a mental health charity based in Greenock in the west of Scotland. And we're bringing you this message today to raise awareness of mental health and raise awareness of our charity and how we can maybe support you, your friends or your loved ones if you need it. Now, we started off as a suicide prevention charity and we're continuing that mission. We want to break the stigma attached to mental health. We want to break the stigma attached to men's mental health. And I know that a lot of men will be listening to this podcast. So please get in touch with us via Mano and Inverclyde on social media. Um, you'll find us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. If you're not on social media and you want to get in touch with us via email, just type in support at manoninverclyde.com. Our landline here is 01475-910258. So yeah, get in touch with us if you're struggling with your own mental health or you're concerned about a friend or a family member. One of our staff members are volunteers here to support you. Thanks for listening. Hello and welcome to the Gallant View Rangers podcast. My name's Colin McDuff and I'll be your host this week. As always, a wee bit worse for the weather this week. All self-inflicted, don't worry folks, I've just got far too pissed and I started to here to help me put together the pieces of what I've missed. First of all, David Pollock, how are you? Smash and Colin, I'm sorry to hear about your fall in Madrid. Really, uh, oh, you're no sorry at all, are you? No, absolutely not. But we'll send Nursy round to attend to you. <laughs> no, aye, it's good to be back on. Aye, and looking two big games in front of us. Aye, it's uh, time to shine again. That's it. The games keep on coming thick and fast. Um, life at Rangers, representing the young team, Mason Stewart. How are you, Mason? Yeah, well, good. Thanks, Colin. Hello, uh, boys. Um, yeah, thanks for having me back on. Uh, as Davey said, another big week. Um, I feel like every time I come on, I say I'm really looking forward to 
a big week and we get let down. So uh, I'm going to say this time, I'm not looking forward to this week and hopefully uh, we go and get two big results. Aye, we should start under delivering and over. Sorry, under promising and over delivering. Just uh, <laughs> next week we'll set up the show. Ah, uh, no, this week ahead is really be pish. Aye, don't don't even go to the game. And rounding off the the foursome um, for one a better word, David Tomlinson. How are you? Yeah, fine, thanks. Still a bit down after the the the, the two games last week, but. And the St Mirren game, yeah, well, it helped a wee bit, but didn't didn't manage to bridge the gap between the, the Celtic and the Braga game. So, hoping for this week, hope it's going to all turn out better. The Scottish Cup's really a must now, because, uh, well, well, Europe would be would be brilliant as well, but, I mean, I think our biggest target now must be the Scottish Cup. So, hopefully we get in, in there and uh, win that one. Ah, here's hoping. No, let's hope for both of them. But, uh David Pollock, let's start with the European game. Um, as I was saying off air, I'll need you to use the fill in the pieces. Um, Braga won Rangers now. My only recollection of Thursday night is uh, going up to order around the beers and saying to the barmaid, you know David Weir. David Weir. Um, don't remember anything that happened. And no, she didn't know David Weir. Um, so tell me, how did the game go? Well, it started not too badly, to be honest. You know, we actually uh, kicked off and, you know, for the first 15, 20 minutes, we were well in it. You know, we were getting up the park, blistering stuff. But uh, after that, we kind of slid downhill and it pretty much stayed there until we managed to get ourselves out the door with uh, only one down. It was uh, not a good look. The amount of swear words I threw at that TV dog was terrified of me. Stayed away from me for two days. I don't know. God knows what I was saying. But uh, no, we just didn't seem to go apart. Groofed. Nothing was sticking. It was, uh, you know, we didn't uh, cover ourselves in glory. But hey-ho, you know, we've got a Thursday night to recover from that. It's only half time. So, no, 1-0 at the end, I was absolutely delighted with, to be honest. So, yeah, no, good, good. I mean, it's, it's, to be honest, I think we've beaten better teams in Dortmund and Red Star than Braga. So this is this is doable. You know, I think if we get our heads right on Thursday night, we can do this. We can do this. Mason, what exactly was it that went wrong for your point of view? Because I've seen a few different folks say that players just didn't turn up. The selection was wrong. The formation was wrong. And even the tactics, we were, Rangers were reverting back to type. Pretending to play like Alfredo Morelos is there when it's not Alfredo Morelos. Is there any one thing that jumps out or is it just a mixture? I think everything you've just said, to be fair. I think, um, yeah, no Morelos, we always know uh, in Europe how, how important he is getting us up getting us up the pitch and the ball seems to stick with him. I actually think he'd give their two centre-halves, um, one of them should have been sent off, but he would have absolutely terrorised him, to be honest. But um, Sakala played up there and... I said, I think last week, I don't think he was he was the man to lead the line. He, he missed a really good chance, to be honest, um, with his left foot. But I agree with David. We started really well. And after 15, 20, 20 minutes, I thought, right, if we can get a goal, um, I think the game was there for the taking. And after that, we were all over the place. And, you know, it could have been, could have gone in at half-time, three and down, to be honest. I don't know how the boy misses from, from five yards out. He hits the post, the goal disallowed, rightfully disallowed. And then they scored, and then I thought, this this is getting this is going to get away from us. Um, 
But second half was second half was a little bit better. I think uh, we looked better actually when Bassi went to centre half and um, Barisic uh, went to left back, um, and then we kind of went to a, to a back three. We looked more solid, but we didn't look like scoring. And um, you know, we're going to have to. He's going to have to make some some changes to the way we play and getting players closer to Ruth Thursday night. Um, Ramsey, and I'm we'll probably touching it, but I can't believe he didn't come on Thursday night for 20 minutes. Arfield was absolutely done. Uh, after an hour again, and he leaves him on. Um, and I think, you know, Dave, delighted with 1-0, as, as Davey said. I think Gio was delighted with 1-0. I think he, he second half set up to, to get out of there, just, just you know, and take it back to Ibrox and um, hopefully, you know, get get the job done at home. Aye, the team selection, I do want to spend a bit of time on when we come to the return lead because it's, I mean, it, it can really be MDG and game who we pick because um, I don't think there's very many um, standouts who are guaranteed a, a place right now but just the last thoughts on the results uh, David Thomason I'll come to you by all accounts for what I've heard just what you guys have been saying is it, it was one going on three or four and um, the eternal optimist in me Rangers hanging on only being one nil down they, they just need to win to stay in the tie in, in Thursday night. Um, if we play like that and we're still in the tie second leg, it's not the worst result, is it? No, definitely not. I mean, it gives, gives us all opportunities. I, I remember the old days. We used to we used to pray for a 1-0 defeat uh, when we went away from home. But that's sort of a, the last four or five years, it's sort of, sort of a change that. We've been winning that off and away from home. That, uh, that we're, We now look forward to to going away from home and hoping and thinking we'll get a result, not even hoping. But for me, the well, I mean, Rangers were really started the first 10, 15 minutes great, and they even changed their, their centre half round. Um, so that made a difference. That they, they came more into that way. Um, but for me, the big difference from them to, to, to us was they had two wingers, or at least the right back was virtually playing as a winger. And they had a, a young boy at left, left wing. And it was just keeping Tavernier. The ball was getting punted behind Tavernier every time. And the young boy was getting onto it. And that, it just kept Tavernier back, which meant that Tavernier wasn't getting any forward play. Um, and then the other side was just so open. Um, they, they, they just long cross field balls all over to the to the right hand side all the time, and it just opened us wide up. And then then they they pushed kept pushing two or three players through the middle when these wingers had the ball, and uh, that for me that was the way. And I don't know, we done it against. I mean, the goals were really the exact same goals against Celtic. It, it was the ball came into the area, they all swing at it, they all seem to miss it. Um. The, the the ball just I mean it's just like a, a a bouncing ball about the area till somebody gets a one of the opposition get their foot in it and put it into the net or one went at the post but uh, it's just bad defend I mean Balligan with the with the goal I think well I think it was a goal I mean the the leg he stuck out it was like a blooming pansy I don't know I don't know what he was even thinking about I mean it was just like going ooh. And uh, that's, that's uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm a big Balligan fan, but the way he stuck at his foot to try and kick that ball away was just, as I say, it was like a blooming fairy. But that that really has been a big part of your season. Defensive errors, 
individual errors in the midfield or at the back which lead to goals and I'm not going to patronise people and say that we didn't make any individual errors last season it's just I don't know a mixture of maybe we had a rubby the green or maybe rubby the blue maybe a better term um, or we were just a more solid unit where when somebody did make a mistake we we had players stepping up to cover but we've definitely been punished for them more this year and when it started at the start of the season you think okay we need to get rid of this we've even changed manager and it's still going on we're like five weeks away for the end of the season and we're still talking about this On Braga's goal the when the ball was the boy on the touchline who has the ball is has is confronted with Bassey and then uh, Kent comes back as the, the boy from midfield comes running forwards. If if Bassey had moved forward to stop the cross and Kent had went with a runner, we would have been fine. But both both held the positions, you know, about five yards from the boy on the touchline, and he just passed it between them. And that would have stopped the ball get arriving in the box if they had just had the communication between them to say, "You get him, I'll get him." And it didn't manage, and the boy just, they were standing five yards apart, he just pinged it between them. They, he got a touch, Balligan ended up having a swing and a miss. The boy just pops it in the net. But if Balligan and Kent, if Bassey and Kent, sorry, had uh, been speaking to one another, then the, the cross wouldn't have arrived in the first place. It was, it was, it was schoolboy stuff. Yep, and as I say, schoolboy stuff has cost us a lot this season. Um, but as we said, we'll maybe talk about the... Well, no, we'll definitely talk about the return leg um, in a minute. Uh, but we're going to go into the return leg in a wee bit of high. Because Mason, um, we... <laughs> I don't, I, see, everything we're going to talk about, right? I want to caveat that the now by saying, aye, it's only St Mirren and St Mirren are pish. But I don't want to, after every good point of phrase, we go and repeat ourselves. So I'm just putting a line under it now. Yes, we know it's St Mirren. But Rangers played really fucking well on Sunday, didn't they? Yeah, I thought we, I thought we did play, especially second half. I thought we was really, really good. Um, and I'm delighted to see Steve Davis back. To be honest, I thought he made such a big difference. I know obviously Lundstrom went off, and it was it was kind of forced. But um, he, but for me, he's still our best best midfielder in terms of someone that's picking passes forward. He reads the play really well. Um, I just can't believe we don't know. Gio said it's injuries, but I just can't believe he hasn't really used him more. I think I think he's he's got to play Thursday, regardless if his Lundstrom's fit. I think what we're talking about Braga last week, but we didn't. The midfield was non-existent last week for me. I thought it was really really poor. Um, so David should come in for the next two. But yeah, no, I, th- I think as well we, we made changes in the second half and we see a little bit of a freshness. I think um, Scott Wright, um, you know, just bought. I don't think he was, he was brilliant, but he just just energy we had um, with the changes. I thought Barisic was was really good. Uh, Leon King come on I'm sure we're going to come on and speak about him I thought he, he you know good decision not to bring Balogun on I think uh, leave him maybe for Thursday maybe Sunday but I thought King had a really good game uh, but then Kamar Roof as well with three finishes at are excellent two, two great headers um, and, and that's what you do when you get the delivery right we see it week before against Celtic and every ball's getting you know the, the delivery was been really really poor even Thursday night I thought Tavernier's free kicks and corners every time we had a chance he overhit him underhit him um, but you know the two the two balls in from Kent and him at the weekend. That's what Roos all about, and that's what we need to do Thursday is get that kind of uh, quality in the box and, and we'll score goals. David Tomlinson, um, Roof is a it, 
Ruth is the best natural finisher at the club. Um, I know Alfredo Morelos is a much more rounded player, and he'll he'll bring in the he'll bring in the midfield a lot more, and he's he's probably a better focal point. But just touching what Mason said there. The delivery into the box was so much better on Sunday, but Ruth's movement was phenomenal. Um, I think it's the second head that he gets, it's, that's actually the, the better of the goal. Um, I think that's the one where he, he just runs away from all the defenders. Instead of picking a post, front post or back post, he's just so clever in the box, and that's, that's how effective he can be when the players around him play to his strengths. That's you, you. You put the the last words there. You put it all in, into focus. When we play to him, we've got to get him into the box. There's no, he's not a player that can play outside the box and do what Alfie Morelos does. He doesn't. Uh, the other thing I would say is, uh, if Alfie Morelos had got the headers, they would have been over the bar or net, past the post. Or I mean, that's uh, that, unfortunately Alfie's not the greatest header of a ball. But um, no, excellent goals. Roofs is just so good at getting space in the box. It, that's uh, that's his big strong point. So you've got to get into the box. I mean, there's no point. A game you're going to be sitting in your own half, uh, not getting players forward. Uh, there's no point in playing Roof because he, uh, as I, I criticised him last week for being offside and not having a, a clue about the offside rule. Um, but uh, I think he was even offside a couple of times in at the weekend. But he, when you've got three goals, then we'll, we'll forgive that. But um, no, the, the the whole team just played in the goal from Joe Aribo. What about that? After all the criticism he's had uh, over the last few weeks, he comes up with a scorcher like that. It's nice no. to see him finally back for the African Nations, eh? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You must have not. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, no, it was a, it was a great game, and the the one thing that I don't know is there a worse player in Scotland than that guy Power I'm sorry, every time I see him he's absolutely hopeless and he, all he does is kick his way through a game nah, he's a wank. <laughs> absolutely shocking player nah, so he reminds me a lot of Ian Black and uh, long term listeners will absolutely know my thoughts on Ian Black um, okay, he's just a player that just comes out to can hurt people. Um, aye, fuck Alan Power. Um, that's that's the episode of this week's. Uh, that's the title of this week's episode. But uh, back to Rangers. David Pollock, um Mason touched on it there. The arguably the the finest passer of the ball we've seen it um, since Ronald De Boer left the club. Steve Davis came back in. Um, does. I still don't think we'll see him beyond the summer, but there's life in the old dog yet. Um, definitely, he's he, he's going to be a massive player over the next um, the next eight nine games, depending on how many we get. I, I think Stephen Davis is uh, is on the team sheet most weeks, isn't it? I mean, because as uh, I think the the players that play around about him, you know, are confident in Steve Davis that they can give him the ball in tight situations. And, and he's not going to fuck it up. So, you know, that, that he has the confidence of the players routed around him. You know, it just lets you know the kind of how they view Stephen Davis. So, no, I, I mean, I, his injury situation and, you know, getting back, obviously he's played with Northern Ireland, but, you know, it gives us a, another option in midfield. You know, we, we, we have a number of options. Uh, and really then it's just Gio's job to pick the boys that who are best suited to the, to the task at hand. 
but in terms of Kemal Roof, I mean, it was a, it was refreshing. Obviously, for me, there's the wee nagging doubt in my head. The pressure's off. You know, fucking things gone. Let's go out and we have a wee kick about here. Can I just say on that point, I don't think the pressure was uh, was off. Well, I don't know if, how much the players would have felt this, but see if Celtic win the league early by us dropping points, there will be all hell to pay. Celtic need to win the league. If they really win the league, they need to win the league by getting maximum points, so the pressure's not off, Rangers. Oh, no. I, I expect them to take it to the wire. All right. Well, I'm not sure it's going to arrive there because, uh, however, we'll come on to that. But in terms of Kemal Roof, you you clearly saw what was where, where Roof's strengths lie. You know, because not one of those goals that he scored on Sunday was more than eight yards from the top, from the goal line. So the, the boys are getting wide. Kemal's making himself available in the box. It's the quality of cross to. Kemal Roof, knowing where he's going to be, that you know, because they train with one another during the week, and it's about you know when the, the, the ball goes out wide, you know where Kemal Roof's going to arrive, get ping a decent ball to him, and then you saw the end result. At Braga, when he's getting the ball, you know, 40 yards from goal with his back to goal, Kemar is, is, is obviously struggling. But obviously, get him in the box, making a, 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 a burst for a bit of space to find a bit of space. The ball is delivered by the guys who know where he's going to go, and it's three goals. He did, you know, he played an hour. So that's what we need to get to on Thursday night. Because if we get the balls out wide, we know where Kemar get him in the box. Because I, I think he was within touching distance of the six-yard line for all three goals. So clearly, as you said, you know, he's he's a fantastic finisher. So let's get him to finish. Don't ask him to do things that he's not comfortable with. Get him. Get, let, get many positions where we know he can do well. And it, it's then up to the other players in the team to, to deliver, you know, to, to Kemar's strengths rather than have him, you know, fight for balls in midfield, which uh, clearly see how that goes. You know, we've had two games at Park Eden, a game in Braga. Uh, <clears throat> neither has got, any of them have gone well. So, no, but it was, it was good to see Rangers create a lot of chances, you know, because it was 4 0 and we, we should have scored a few more. It was absolutely. Delightful to see Borna uh, actually get down and, and ping in some really good balls. So there's no half measures with Borna Barisic. He's either yeah, zero confidence or full confidence. And that's the the, frust- the frustrating thing. You know, you want to run on and slap him. So where, where have you been hiding, Borna? Where have you been? You know, clearly he's got ability. But I don't know whether it's a confidence thing or he just he he needs the arm round him. Maybe doesn't he just respond to the two up the arse like some players do? So. But, I mean, we had... What was good about Sunday for me was that we... Uh, some of the changes were enforced, right now, but we turned this, the team over throughout the 90 minutes and we didn't lose anything. We were still creating chances and we continued to create chances. It didn't drop. You know, we'd, so we we should have finished with uh, actually more than four goals. Aye. That, that was good to see that... Because I think Gio has been labelled to him that he does need trust us group of players. To be fair, we've seen the the same 13, 14 players since he's came in, fair enough, every week. Um, so it was good to see different players getting used, but Mason, um, one one downer um, is Hollander um, hobbling off. You know, I'm a massive fan of Hollander, so it's the only saving grace is it's, it's nice to see Leon King come in. We'll come to him in a minute, but Hollander just cannot catch a break, can he? No, that, that was a blow because um, I thought 
if he could have a good 90 minutes someday, I think that probably playing against against them this weekend, to be honest, I thought that was... But he, he hasn't looked right since he come back. I know it was a bad injury he got. He's not looked himself. He's, you know, he's off balance quite a lot. And, you know, just his luck, really. I think I'm a big fan of Hollander as well. And I'd much rather him be there than than, than be injured. But, um, you know, I, I think, I, I don't know the full... Is it a broken foot? I think I read yesterday. So, yeah, he'll be out for, yeah he's going to be out for the rest of the season now. So, um, you know, maybe, maybe King for the league games, why not play, you know, why not play him? Because back, we know if we go through in Europe, Balogun can't play two games a week. Um, so, yeah, it's a chance for Leon King. I thought he was he was brilliant at the weekend, as I said. So, um, but yeah, got it, got it for Helander. Yeah, and on Leon King, um, he should be in the same bracket as what we want Alex Lowry to be and hopefully Charlie McCann and hopefully a few others coming in. We shouldn't, I don't know, I'd, I live in hope that maybe the, the Dutch model will come through next season in terms of putting faith in young players. Obviously, you don't want to crucify them and putting them right into the, the deep end, but David Tomlinson, it's good to see Leon King going into the game. Was, wasn't he done dusty by any means? Um, still had to keep it keep it tight at the back, but he, he didn't do himself uh, any any harm with that performance. Certainly didn't. Um... He's, he's looked good when he's come on a, a couple of times. I think was was it Al we were playing the game? He got a full game. Um, no, he's done really well. Uh, I'd, I'd heard about him when, since we were about ten because I, I knew somebody that that watched uh, youth football and they, they they were talking about him since about ten. They even said he was better than the the boy that went to Chelsea. Uh, and and. Yeah, they've been, they've, I've been looking forward to them coming through. And I don't know, people keep saying this, yeah, but we've got to take them lightly. And if you're good enough, you, you should be in there. You shouldn't be. Uh, Derek Johnson was 16 when he, when he got into the Rangers team. I, I, I don't get this. Uh, if, 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 yeah, we've, but we, he's too young. He was still only 19. 19, I mean, players should. They're the same as Lowry. I mean, I would have rather had Lowry in, in, in team this week than uh, Arfield. I, I mean, Arfield's just been doing nothing. And, and uh, uh, we said that the, the, he's, he's looks dead after about an hour. The, I mean, he doesn't even get an hour sometimes. But, but no, I just um, want to say, I would like to see some of the youth coming through. At least give them give them a try. And uh, and I, I would I would I would just pump. Uh, King in at the, at the at the beginning against Celtic. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even think. I wouldn't even worry about it. To be honest, I don't know if I'm quite at the stage yet where I don't worry about it. I do agree with you. We need to be playing them a bit more. But I think Derry Johnson. He, that's a bygone age. That's when the dentist was getting you spitting tobacco and that to rinse your mouth away. That's that was proper hard men stuff. Um, four pints of heavy before you go back out uh, the second half. I think the game has moved on too much and. I don't know, I think we see far too many examples of young players getting flung in the deep end and then just not, not hitting the heights that they potentially could. I suppose the argument to my own point there is then that's that separates the elite, I guess, but it's a hard balance, I think. But you've got the young boy that went to Spain. He's only, what age is he? Is it Hickory, Hickory or something what you call him? Aaron uh, Hickey in Italy. Uh, yeah, or Italy was it? Yeah, you've got him. I mean, he's only a young boy, but 
And then you've got that young English guy that plays for Dortmund. He's only about 17 or 18. I don't get this. If they're good enough, they should be in there. And, yeah, as I say, the way Balogun played against uh, Braga, King, King couldn't have been any worse than him, to be honest. True, but I think it's probably, if we're being realistic, that the young players coming through, they're probably not at the... We, we don't see them at the level of Conor Goldson, of Joe Aribo. Uh, he's like when Joe Aribo's on form. They're showing glimpses of it, but I think it's unfair to... Let's be honest, if they're, if they're showing that consistently, they're probably not going to be at Rangers. And... I think we didn't recognise the level they're playing at. They're playing it against part-time. Like, it's still a, a decent level for young boys, but they're playing against part-timers in the Lowland League. It's a massive jump up to go into, say, starting against Celtic. Yeah, but Lowry's looked good at the, in the, when he's come into the first team, Colin. It's, uh, I mean, I, I think the, the, the bad thing for me, and, and I said it the other week, is that he's only allowed to play five games and then he's not allowed to play for the B team anymore. I think I think that's a terrible rule because it's going to stop young players coming through. So get rid, for me, get rid of that rule and let the young players, even if they play on the Saturday, let them be able to play on the bench and come into the team for the Sunday as a as, as a reserve. But I just, I just don't get that. Oh, he's played five games. That's it. We can't play him anymore. Aye, uh, that's something. That... I mean, you, you know, you know the mugs that run out game. Um, that's too sensible a decision for them to change that. There's no way they're not going to do that. Um, moving on to this Thursday coming then, David Pollock. Um, for me, I'd, I'd like to see Kmart Roof up front again. Um, I think we need, we definitely need a goal or two. Um, I think there's a lot of. There's a lot of scope for debate on who plays behind him in the midfield. Um, we've got Arfield, who on his day can bring a bit of energy. He's looked dead in his arse. Joe Rebo looks as if, as I said, he's just come back for the African Cup of Nations. Re-emergence of Steve Davis, John Lundstrom, mm-hmm. Ryan Jack, Glenn Kamara. Where's your thoughts? What's the midfield looking like for you? I think you can see over my shoulder, Colin, because I've written the team down. <laughs> so, and I've got Arfield, Aribo, and Roof, Roof up front. So, I think you've uh, been spying on me. I think. So, no, I've got that wee Davy cam up in the corner. How, how sad is that? This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So... 
on Thursday, I think we have to set the team up uh, and play to the player's strengths. You know, we get Kemar in the box. Uh, I've got Ramsey in, in midfield. So, and, and we go out and play to the player's strengths. We now, we've now had a wee uh, look at Braga. They've obviously had a look at us. I don't think we could play any worse against Braga than, than we did last Thursday. So hopefully they'll see uh, an improved Rangers on Thursday night. We're at Ibrox, 50,000. Well, Arfield, I mean, Mason makes a good point. Arfield at the end of the game on Thursday night was needed an oxygen tent. The guy was absolutely zonked. So, but he survived. And, you know, he was, he, he was a bit close up of him. I think that guy is uh, blowing hard, really blowing hard. But I've got Arfield in my starting eleven on on Thursday night, so because I expect him to be me, me getting into the box, you know, buzzing about, looking for a where the runs into the box where there are two wingers because Tavernier is going to be absolutely crucial and and Bassey for that matter. But on one wee thing on the first leg though, the they had clearly identified Tavernier as as a main main threat for Rangers. Because that young boy just followed Tav everywhere. Tav would never even got a second touch, and that boy was on him. He had clearly been drilled into him. Get him. Do not let that guy move with the ball because he just closed Tavernier down every single time. Like, and I, I was wondering, you know, why we would continue to give Tavernier the ball because that boy was on him like lightning. So Thursday night, I'm hoping that. Uh, we're one 0 down. You know, I would, our track record in overcoming any sort of deficit isn't, you know, overly impressive. But I'm hoping that you know we're in a quarter final here. This is our season may depend on the result on Thursday night. So leave nothing, nothing in the dressing room. We go out all guns blazing, and and we use the Geo obviously learning from his last couple of escapades. Turnover, use the subs, use it wisely. And I'm hoping that we can uh, we can get a result because the the other we uh, lift that I got was prior to the game when I watched uh, Leipzig versus Atalanta, a one each draw in Germany, and beforehand I would have thought you know this is uh, going to might just be a wee hurdle too high, but having watched that ninety minutes and looked at both sides, you're thinking, do you know what? None of the two of them are Borussia Dortmund, so. You're thinking maybe just maybe just maybe you know maybe I'm getting way way ahead of myself, but uh, I was like, well, why not? Why not? I mean, because I know people have been speaking about uh, booking up for Seville, and, and when I watched that game, I thought both those teams are vulnerable at the back. You know, if you know going downhill with the wind at our back, I think maybe it's uh, it's possible. It's possible. So Thursday night, I'll be going with that in my mind that you know. If we get through this tie, we're going into another tie where we have a shout to get to a European final. So I'll be screaming like a madman. You'll have to look out for me on that club deck camera. I'll wear something really bright so that you can pick me out as it zooms past. I'll I'll sit next to you and you'll fucking spot my sunburn, (laughs) Faye. I'll be glowing. Um, Mason, so... Um, I'm, I'm, I've got the fire in my belly, and that's not the, the sunburn. There, I'm just listening to Davy. It's the kind of optimism I come on this pod for. You know, when I'm feeling down in, in the dumps, Davy's wrote a strut in Atalanta for nothing already. Um, well, five. <laughs> five. 
But I think um, so Ryan Kent came out of definitely got him starters. I do like the idea of maybe Joe Aribo or an Arfield on the right hand side just to give that that kind of energy, that high press. Who's your midfield three? Um, I know I'm going to guess Steve Davis is in there, but do you go with Jack or Lundstrom or, or Ramsey? Who's he run with? Uh, yeah, Davis, Jack and Ramsey for me on on Thursday night. I wouldn't Even if Lundstrom fit, I think I would, I'd leave him out because we need to go and... Well, I think it's really important we go and score the first goal Thursday night. I think if, if Braga come and score first, it's going to be really difficult. What, what not surprised me, we did a little bit, to be fair, was there celebrations after the game I don't know if you noticed that um, they looked delighted to, to, to beat us 1-0 and come to Ibrox and I think they're really confident so I hope that we can um, you know get the crowd behind us and, and score early and we know they don't respond well to you know travel well either um, and, and I think they'll, they'll be in for they've got a lot of young players um, I think if we can score first we, you know we, we're looking good but um, yeah I'd go, I'd go with Davis definitely I said earlier He's uh he's he's got to play for me. That's that's um well try to watch back the highlights, um the wee nine minute real yet for BT, what you mentioned there, Mason. I I don't think it's so bizarre that we feel like we've got away with one we only getting one nil, but Braga are celebrating that result. Do they not realise we were there for the taking? That's what's making me uh, if we can if we can play half as well as what we did against Dortmund, then we're going to be all right. 100%, mate. I said exactly the same thing. I, I thought, you know, sort mm-hmm. of really disappointed with our performance at, at, at the end, but I thought, I thought well, if they feel like if I was them, they could have killed the tyre there and then, I think. So that's got to give our players a lot of confidence. Listen to Arfield's interview after the game, and he more or less said that. So I'm expecting, you know, we, this week, you know, just Thursday and Sunday, they're massive, massive games for the players as well. Huge. Um, and Giovanni Van Broncos as well. The pressure's going to come onto him twofold if he doesn't get a result Thursday. So I expect him to, you know, get the players right up for it. But just just quickly on uh, Davies' point earlier about Tavernier, how they, you know, they did double up on him. And I think I'd play Barisic the other side uh, Thursday night, um, maybe Bassi centre half, um, because I think Borna's going to be the outlet. And if we need to go and score goals, we know Barisic's delivery um, is, is 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 second to none really. Um, so I think that that's something I'd look at. I can't believe I'm saying that after his performance at Parkhead. He's not my mate for a while, but um, he, you know, watching him Sunday, he's, he has got some left foot, and uh, we can't forget that. So he'd be in the team for me on, on Thursday night as well. David Thompson, I, I will, I'm going to come to you to get your thoughts on that because um, it was uh, the last piece of the puzzle I was thinking for the team sheet. Obviously, Tavernier, Golson, McGregor are going to play, regardless if we if we have any other thoughts or feelings. If it should be otherwise, they're going to play the team on bad and injury. Um, personally, I see Giovanni Van Bronckhorst going with Balogun, the other side of centre-back. Um for me, I think there's no doubt Borna Barisic is such a talented player and he's got more ability than Calvin Bassey. Um, it's just whether or not is, can we take from Sunday that he is back to being the Barisic we know? Well, I certainly hope so. Um, yeah, he's, he's, he's a fan, on his game, he's a fantastic player. But it's, it's, I think, was it you that said at the beginning, he either seems to be full of confidence or, or have no confidence. That seems to be part of his game. Um, the, the other one is, is for, for me as well, is uh, is it to be play Sakawa or do we play, play um, 
Aribo on the on the right hand side. If Aribo plays the way he played against St Mirren, then uh, then it's, it's a no brainer. But if, if if he's going to be playing the way he's been playing the last the weeks before that, then uh, then I would I would go for Sakala. But the one thing we've got to do is we've got to get we've got to get Roof into the box. That, that, that's that's the big thing. We've got to get crosses into the box. We've got to get them right under pressure. And the two uh, best midfielders uh, for well, I think they call it firefighting is is um, Davis and Jack uh, for ball retention. For for if, if we play high up the park. For ball retention, Davis and Jack are absolutely brilliant at getting the ball back and getting it back into play. But that's the way we've got to play. We've got to play, and uh, and for that, for that, I think you really need, uh, well, probably the speed of Balligan at the back. Uh, although Bassey's fast as well, but Bassey's a he's, a he's a wee bit prone to losing high balls that go that go to the back post. So I'm a wee bit dodgy about that one. Um, no, I think I think you're right. I think I would go with Balligan, uh, and then I would go with Bar- Barisic, and yeah, but that would probably leave in Bassi out, and he probably doesn't deserve that. It's but, a hard one, isn't it? Because yeah. he has done so well at both left back and centre back. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But as I say, I think for for me, the only choice is is probably well Balligan or Bassi. That's that's uh, or Barisic. What that three. What way that goes, and the other ones are Ebo and uh, and uh, Sakala. Whether you put one to play from them, Sakala's just. I mean, if you if you look at the chances he gets, he, he got a great chance against St Mirren at the weekend as well. Right through, uh, just the keeper to beat, and he puts it into row forty two of the of the stand, and it's just that that's just his his composure just seems to go when he gets into. He does great things. I mean the. the uh, he hit the, when he hit the post, and I think he it was him that cut, cut it back for Roof's goal as well. I think. Um, so I mean, he does great things, but he just seems to lose that composure at the wrong time, and he's 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 a wee bit blind to where other players are. Unfortunately, that seems to be his weak points. I know it's it's a hard one. I, I say this time and time again that. But the more I see Fashion Sakala, both as a sub and both as a starter, the more I'm convinced he's never going to be a long-term regular starter for Rangers. And um, so there's been some great squads built on having players like that. Walter Smith had Nacho Novo, Alec Ferguson had Oligan and Scrollshire. They're the, the big two examples I always think of. Um, I don't know, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst might have Fashion Sakala. At least Fashion Sakala's a lot more happier. Hey, Davey. Fashion's uh, chance on uh, Thursday night, I mean, it was, a, it was a cracking first touch he took, which took him to the other side of the defender. So he now has a clear strike and goal. And Fashion, you know, rather than put his head up and pick a spot, just thundered it. <laughs> he just put his absolute welly straight through it, hit it as hard as he could. And unfortunately, it was about five yards over the bar. I think a wee bit of composure at that point, and that's when the coaching comes in and the training ground works and you know, guys like Jermaine Defoe would have been passing on. No, lift your head, have a look where the keeper is, and then pick a spot. You don't just thunder it as hard as you possibly can, which clearly worked, because he scored a goal at Real Madrid like that when he just absolutely bloated it and, and, and it hit the target and went in. So, 
no, fashion is uh, is work in progress for me. But in terms of last Thursday night, my my man of the match for Rangers was Bassey. Absolutely rock, rock. I mean, the the balls he won at the edge of the box uh, were he just never gave up. Chasing lost causes. When it, I mean, he was he was the the best player on the pitch for me, Rangers. But that's not to say that he might he's the right man for the game on Thursday because I'm hoping the game on Thursday is going to be a, a different game where we're going to be further up the park. And you're right with Barris; it's the quality of the ball he can deliver. And if Roof's going to do his stuff in the box, then that might be a better option. To be honest, the team that I've written down is, is Bassi's in it, and Barisic is on the bench. But if Gio sees it differently, then I, I wouldn't be, uh, I'll not be crying in my beer. I'll be, uh, if he sees that, that is the, the best pick for the players. You know, he'll have had a close look at uh, the Braga players. You know, he'll have far more detail on them than I do. So I've got Ramsey and I've got, uh, in midfield, you know, I've got Jack Lundstrom, Ramsey in the middle, Arfield and Aribo either side of it and Roof up the middle. So, but if, it, if it's otherwise, what the hell do I know? <clears throat> Well, it'll need to be a different game, Davy, because as, as I said to you guys before the game, um, that was the first European game we've played that we've not had a shot in goal since 2009 when we played Stuttgart. Not one shot in goal. I think Lundstrom had a, a, an effort that bounced off a player before it got to the goal. It might have been on target. but uh, So we've, we've certainly got to play better than that, that's for sure. And we've got, we've got to go on the front foot. We're not going to win that game on the back foot. Yeah, there's, these guys are playing in a European quarter final, you know, so they're not not. Some of those players will never appear in another European tournament quarter final. So if that doesn't motivate them to get out there and and do their utmost, then you know what? But we've uh, got the wrong players at the club, to be honest. So if they can't get motivated for that, you know, fifty thousand Ibrooks roaring them on. This is the the games that you would have dreamed about, surely, is waiting, you know, careers for these sort of these games. Let's go make a difference. So I'm hoping that we can, uh, we will lift our game. As I, I may be calling this dead wrong, but Braga for me were were not brilliant. They were competent, and and we were uh, they were getting some chances moving about, but they're at home. Uh, we cannot let ourselves down in terms of our attacking threat. We nothing up front, but. I'm hoping that that's going to be resolved by Thursday night and, and we go at them hammer and tongs. One thing, David, I hope that, that Gio has a good look at their keeper because I wouldn't mind him being at Ibrox next year. The way he comes for high balls, absolutely brilliant. It, it just it mounds above everybody. He came How weird is it? Ball. I think there was one cross ball he came out for, I think he was about 15 yards from the goal line and he, he came out and caught that ball and I was... It, it, I thought at the time, I said, Jesus, Alan McGregor would have a nosebleed if he was that far from the goal line. I know, I can't believe we, we reduced ourselves to rating keepers by how far off they come, come out of the line. That's what you've done to us, McGregor. Um, so, just before we wrap up and say our goodbyes, um, Mason, a huge, huge game on Sunday as well. Um, it's... Uh, uh, both Thursday and Sunday are must win so we can't even all talk about Sunday um, how are you feeling about that? Uh, do you know what I can't really look past Thursday at the minute I think once the final whistle goes Thursday the nerves will start building um, for that game Sunday but um, we're due a win at Hamden against them 
Um, it's been far too long, so I'm hoping by the law of averages that you know it's Sunday's Sunday's the game. Um, I'm expecting again a big re- reaction from the players. You know they're celebrating at Ibrox the other week. They're basically you know going to win the league. So again, a G, you know Geo as well. If he loses Thursday and goes into Sunday, you know it's unthinkable. So, but yeah, being honest, I think I just can't look past Thursday. I think Thursday's result will, will tell us a lot as well. You know, if we go extra time, penalties. Um, but also, if we win the game, I think the players should be buzzing. They're going to be playing in a European semi-final, going in against them. What what an opportunity to go and, you know, get in a final as well. So, um, you know, I, I wouldn't say, uh, you know, get past Thursday and I'll, I think I'll be able to answer that one a little bit better for you. Well, David Thomason, I'll come to you because um, David Park mentioned it earlier that these are the games that, you should be looking forward to um, as Rangers players, and there's a lot of question marks on a lot of a lot of players in this squad whether they'll be here um, or not next season, whether that's due to age, form, or it's just a time to move on. I think MD is serious about not even just the Rangers serious about going on and progressing a football career. This next week should be massive for you. You've already virtually thrown away the league, so I think. Uh, I think if you're made of any sort of metal as a footballer, then you need to, you shouldn't even comprehend losing either of these games. No, listen, that's these games are what you come to Rangers for. Uh, I mean, if you just if you've no uh, fire to to win a, a trophy or to 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 play for a top team, then there's no point in coming to Rangers. Because Rangers. We need players every over every position and over every substitute bench that can come on and make a difference. We don't need players that are going to come on and and just keep the yeah keep safe and play safe the whole game. We don't need the players. We need players that can come on and make a difference. And that's a if you can't get built up for a cup final, then yeah, then I mean I would die for to, to even get a. To even get in the tunnel for the cup final, I think. But um, no, we really need to 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 get out and 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 get in amongst them. And I really hope that Jack and Davis play because for me that's their two best uh, midfielders. And as I say, they'll get in. But I mean, if you look at the Celtic game the last time, although we scored first, then we lost it. But nearly every game against them, we've ruled the second half. And if, if we can just Sort of a keep on them to to we get to the second half to we get to the, the get nearer the end of the game, then then I think we'll uh, the, 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 we'll win we'll beat them and there's not a great deal between the two teams. In fact, I think Rangers have probably been the better team. The, the but it's just well the first game at Parkhead. I mean we were three 0 behind before we even blinked, and uh, it's just uh, hopefully hopefully we, we we go out and play in the front foot. And Davis and, uh, and 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 Tav Tav had the, the the Portuguese guy in his back pocket the last game, so it was just. I mean, the the, the goals were just really, as I said the, the the last time, the the goals were just bouncing about the area without anybody making a a move to clear it. We also we just seem to. That's one problem that I've, I have. I think we all just seem to watch, stand and watch the ball bouncing about the area. Nobody seems to. Um, get into action to 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 go and get it, and that's I think that's a problem. All the ball watchers. So, David Park, final word in the cell game with you. Just tell me, we're going to fuck him. 
You're right. <clears throat> Listen, it's it's the boys out on Thursday night, uh, and I'm hoping that you know, 20 years from now, they don't regret, you know, what went do the what might have been, you know, speech in the head, you know, when they're sitting down with a couple of halves one Friday night and saying, do you know what? I wish I could play that game again. So this is the time to do it. So, and I'm hoping that Geo's team talk will reflect that. See, there is no second chance here, boys. Leave nothing behind. No regrets. Get out there and make it happen. And uh, the team play it in that spirit. And then I think, you know, they are doable. They are doable. It's obviously going to be a big, t- a tough tie for us, as as well this Sunday. But I think that if we've got the attitude correct, as long as we're we're tactically more tactically aware, you know, we're, we know where Roof's playing, we know what his strengths are, and that our midfield and our and our wingers or our fullbacks are, are going to play accordingly. So that and and Ramsey bursting into the box, you know, maybe feeding off second balls, pinging them into Roof. Anything that breaks away from that, we've got the players like Arfield and Ramsey who can who can put this home. So, you know, we uh, play to our strengths, and I'm, I'm I'm confident we can do it. I, I did have a kind of wee inkling that you know, in the spirit of everyone and anyone, that we could arrange a trip to Lourdes for Alfie, just in the, in the case that you know maybe just maybe it works and we could bring him back and and he could play on Thursday. But and that and that that's unlikely. We go with Roof. But we get Tavernier, Barisic, or Bassey, whoever is getting the balls into him. Quote, we know where he's going to be, and Ramsey and Arfield feeding off anything that falls down to them. So uh, let's go. Well, away, so just, away from you from the club, Dick. Aye, uh, I'll be the the bright pink boy in the Copeland Rail. Um, on that note, um, as good a time as any to wrap up. Um, as always, gents, I'll ask you for your goodbyes and your prediction for Thursday night. Kick off with you, Mason. Always a pleasure, never a chore, mate. Yeah, nice one, Colin. Two Davies. Um, Thursday night, I, I, I'm going to go two nil, two nil, two nil Rangers. I think, I think we're going to, I think the crowd's going to spook Braga. I think we're we're going to we're going to beat them. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, I've, I've said Barisic is going to start, and he's going to take he's going to take one of a free kick off Tavern, whip one in the top corner. There you go. Well, man, what a comeback that will be. Get him right fired up to chase Callum McGregor about on Sunday. Uh, Davey Tomlinson, thank you very much for coming on, as always. Yeah, thanks. Great talking to you guys again. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll keep up the the positive thinking. And, yeah, I'm, should I go for three now? I think, if we get, I think if we get one or two, we'll get a third one as well. So... I'll go. I'll go for three now. Fucking love that. Love that. Last but not least, Davy Pollock. Thank you very much. Well, I, I really do hope it's three 0 because uh, I will be in a, a happy place if it goes to three. And uh, you know, even if there's ten, fifteen minutes to go, and we've got one up our sleeve to see it out, I'll be uh, singing like a madman. I, I'm going to go with two uh, one. So I think possible, and I wouldn't. Be a, if they scored first half, I wouldn't. You know, you know what happened the last time against Braga. Never say never, but obviously we, we would want the first goal with the crowd behind us. But no matter, we need to for ninety minutes. We we need to go at it, go at it, and and I hope Geo just turns over that team to make sure that the momentum and the pace doesn't drop. We keep going at them, keep going at them, and I've I'm going to one with us to win it in extra time. So. 3-1 is my, my final final score. 
But uh, 2-1 after 90 minutes, I think it will be tight. They, they've obviously got some decent players, quite young players, but I think Mason, you know, you wonder, how, as Mason said, you wonder how they'll react. Well, well Ibrooks, uh, he's just a wee bit uh, too scary for them. I mean, so I'm hoping that we can play our part. Absolutely. I'm going to take a bag of uh, fast bottles along with me just as <laughs> some ammunition. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, you should hear the comments and follow, follow, fucking okay, yeah. calling us nets. <laughs> yeah. Did you imagine when I hit someone from the club deck with one of them? <laughs> I think I'd be off to the slammer yeah. for a while. Don't worry, we'll not get done. It's 50 odd minutes into the pod. Nobody fucking listens I, after 20 minutes, I'm sure. <laughs> I just don't see anybody. So, on that note, I'll wrap it up. Um, Thank you all for listening. Thank you to my three guests for joining as always. Um, another huge week. It can't be any worse than where it was um, the last Sunday and Thursday. Um, I'm going to join Mason go for 2-0 Rangers. Um, that'll be 2-0 uh, over both legs. Is that tie as far as I'm concerned? Because I didn't see the first leg. So overall, 2-0 for Rangers. Thank you very much for listening. We are the people. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.